the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Law Offices of Selwyn Whitehead is a debt relief agency under federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking debt relief under the United States Bankruptcy Code. This is Selwyn's Law. Every week at this time, we get to hear from Selwyn Whitehead. She's not just an attorney at law. Selwyn knows her stuff and doesn't shy away from the truth, even when it's ugly. Her Bay Area practice focuses on helping her clients to manage their wealth through estate and tax planning, to managing their debt through reconstruction or bankruptcy. And now, it's time for Selwyn's Law. Good day, and welcome once again to Selwyn's Law. My name is Selwyn Whitehead, and I'm a California Bar-admitted attorney, and I'm also a bankruptcy-certified specialist who's been certified by the State Bar of California's Board of Legal Specialization. And as I've shared with you before, in addition to my JD, I hold a couple of master's degrees in law. That is to say, I am both a master of the laws of taxation and a master of the laws of intellectual properties. Now, because of my education, my training, my experiences, and my lifelong interest in business and money and finance and wealth creation and wealth preservation and wealth transfer and the roles these particular aspects of economics play in the lives of everyday people like you and me, I primarily practice bankruptcy law. Yes, I said bankruptcy law because at bottom, the effective and fair use of Article 1, Section 8, Clause 4 of the United States Constitution, also known as the Bankruptcy Clause, and they're related, and it's related, federal and state statutes such as the Bankruptcy Code and case law, is also all about the reclamation and revitalization of the economic lives of financially distressed individuals, families, and businesses, but only for those headed by honest but temporarily unfortunate human beings who sometimes make bad financial decisions, also like you and me. Now, I also practice debt wealth management, estates and trusts, real estate, and of course, taxation law. Now, with these tools and my own personal focus, I've spent the greater part of the last 40 years fighting for the economic empowerment and economic independence of women, people of color, communities of color, and because I grew up in a military uh, household, that is to say I am a military brat, and I also helped form one for a while with my former spouse, I also now proudly serve veterans of all stripes. And as I've shared with you before, I'm proud to say that as part of my practice, I also sometimes have the opportunity to at least attempt to seek out and vindicate the rights of seniors who find themselves, who find ourselves, the targets and sometimes victims of some of the most pernicious forms of financial elder abuse you could ever imagine. 
So I'm coming to you again today to discuss some of the financial and legal issues confronting individuals, families, and small business owners. However, I must once again ask you to please note that this show does not provide any legal advice, nor am I developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show strives strictly to serve as an educational forum for the exchange of information, from me to you that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that is tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances and hopefully provide you with at least a general overall outline of some of the key issues that may help you seek out and find the qualified professional help I believe you need to have if you have a legal issue that intersects with your finances and or your other assets. Now, Just to update you, for the last several weeks, I've been conducting my own research project, and I've been looking into how the Treasury Department is getting that $47 billion with a B distributed to the states and their subdivisions, and how those states in turn, along with their subdivisions, are, or let me step back and say, are not getting the funds out to the needy tenants and landlords. And I've been doing this by looking at some of the programs offered by the three states that I have a connection with, Alaska, California, and Mississippi. And as I've shared um, my findings on how Alaska's doing, I'll conclude our discussion by looking at California and Mississippi today. But first, I just want to level set, as I like to do. I believe those of us who want to see our 11 million neighbors who make up more than 3 million households here in the United States that are in financial distress that's directly related to the COVID-19 pandemic, I don't want to see them kicked to the curb in the middle of a pandemic. And as such, I think that we who care about these people because they are our brothers and sisters in Christ, we should cast our gaze away from the efforts in Washington, D.C., looking for leadership on these issues because they've already done their part. They gave the money out to the states, and that's where the problem is, in my opinion. So we need to focus our energy and our efforts on the governmental units and the officials who are charged with fairly efficiently and swiftly distributing that $47 billion with a B in the money that's already been approved by Congress and the President for rental assistance such that we might help light a fire under their behinds, their behinds and make sure that these bureaucrats understand the urgency of moving these funds through their bureaucracies, through the tenants and on to the mostly mom and pop landlords who need these funds to pay their more mortgages so they won't be foreclosed upon and once they stabilize their mortgages they can continue to provide the housing to our brothers and sisters in the middle of this pandemic and all these other cascading natural and man-made disasters that we are facing almost on a daily basis anymore. Now, last week I discussed some high-level improvements that I've observed at the federal level because the federales have consolidated the focal point for the access of information needed to access this rental assistance uh, under the auspice of one federal agency, that is the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Now, its website is located at cfpb.gov. And once you get to that site, you can find your state and or your tribe or and or your tribal homeland at the Bureau's website. And it is 
consumerfinance.gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash mortgage dash and dash housing dash assistance forward slash renter dash protections plural forward slash fine dash help dash with dash rent dash and dash utilities now once you get there you'll find a drop down window or multiple drop down windows in English and in Spanish where you can select your state or territory such as American Samoa or the Marshall Islands or you can find your tribe or tribal homeland such as the Aleutian Housing Authority or the Nome Eskimo community that we discussed last week at any rate the drop down windows will provide you with links to the 495 locality based agencies and programs that are offering assistance to both renters and landlords in completing the forms needed to access these funds. Again, I urge you to please go to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau today without any delay as some of the agencies and programs have specific application cutoff dates that you don't want to miss. Now, I went to the website to find the information that I have in the past and will continue to share with you today. As we've already discussed Alaska, let's look at California. Now, California has 34 rental assistance programs that can be obtained through the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's website. Now, because I live in Oakland, which is in Alameda County, I went over, used the drop-down window to find the Alameda County Housing Secure at, and it took me to a website at ac-housingsecure.org. Now, the site allows you several choices, including obtaining information about uh, uh, Alameda County Secure's purpose, stating that it is a collaborative of legal service providers partnering to prevent displacement of our most vulnerable community members throughout Alameda County. It also states that it is a coalition of nonprofit community-based organizations, including but not limited to Central Legal de la Raza, the Eviction Defense Center, Bay Area Legal Aid, and the Housing and Economic Rights Advocates, all great organizations that I have worked with in the past. And they provide legal services to low-income tenants and homeowners, landlords, disproportionately impacted by the region's housing affordability crisis and COVID-19, the pandemic. Furthermore, the site contains the following contact us information. They have the website acgov-org forward slash cda forward slash hcd. And they have the email address, which is e like Edward, r like Robert, a like Apple, p like Paul at acgov.org. And instructions to call 211 for additional information. Now, unfortunately, when I dial 211, there's no information about the rental assistance program provided. Now, I played around with the website, and as such, I was able to find a page that listed the phone numbers of the nonprofit community-based organizations that I've mentioned earlier. But it wasn't obvious nor intuitive how to get there. So... This is a bottleneck that I mentioned briefly last week. 
I want whoever's in charge of this 211 phone number to either put some information on this program at the other end of that phone number or find the right phone number so folks who have limited or no computer skills can find the help that they need. As I've shared with you in the past, members of the low-income communities, communities of color, while they might have a cell phone, many don't have a computer, and even if they do, they don't have internet access the way members of the majority communities do. So for that reason, there needs to be a phone number, and that phone number needs to either leave a recorded message that makes sense or connect these people with a human being. Now, when we come back, we'll continue our discussion by looking at the programs available in Mississippi. But first, we're going to take a short break, and I'll see you on the other side. Now, back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead. Welcome back to Selwyn's Law as we continue our ongoing discussion on how you can use the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's website to find assistance in accessing the $47 billion with a B in congressionally funded and presidentially approved emergency rental and utilities assistance funding that's available to tenants, their landlords, and utilities companies that find themselves in distress, financial distress, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, which laid off a lot of folks, and so they can't pay their rent or pay their utilities. And we have landlords stuck right in the middle who need the rent to pay their mortgages, and we have utilities companies that need the money to fund electricity and power and gas to these tenants as well. Now, as we've already discussed the programs in Alaska and we focused in on Alameda County here in California, let's turn to another area that has been my home or the home of my relatives or my parents and for me for a while, and that's the state of Mississippi. Now, Mississippi has three rental assistance programs that can be accessed through the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's website. First, there's the Harrison County Emergency Rental Assistance Program. And now it's for residents who live along, uh, so so you'll know, Harrison County is along the Gulf Coast of Mississippi and the cities you might think of are Biloxi and Gulfport. They are in Harrison County, and you can access the Harrison County Emergency Rental Assistance Program at www.co4county.harrison.msformississippi.us, then forward slash news forward slash results dot ASP question mark news ID equals 375. Now that's where the website took me, but I think maybe if you just went to Harrison County, Mississippi, and then looked for the Harrison County Emergency Rental Assistance Program, that might suffice as well. Now, at that website, uh, Harrison County described its program as follows. 
The Harrison County Board of Supervisors hired Open Doors, plural, Homeless Coalition to administer and facilitate the more than $6 million grant it received in emergency rental assistance from the United States Department of the Treasury to assist Harrison County residents negatively impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. The Harrison County Emergency Rental Assistance Program will allow up to 12 months of rent payments for past rent payments and an additional three months of forward payments for a total of up to 15 months of rental assistance to qualified residents as well as with assistance with their utilities where allowed. Now, to qualify for the assistance, applicants must meet the following criteria. If you have been impacted by COVID-19 and have fallen behind on your rent, please first check with your landlord to see if they have already begun the process with Open Doors, plural, Homeless Center. If so, they will schedule a time for us to meet with you and them to gather the necessary paperwork. If your landlord has not been in touch, please call us. Phone numbers, I love them. Phone number, area code 228, the number 604-8011, and leave a clear message with a callback number. We will return your call and ask questions to determine your eligibility for assistance and, if eligible, set an appointment to gather the documentation. Now, your income must be below below $48,700 if you are a family of four, or it must be below $34,100 if you are an individual. Please make sure you have one month of pay stubs if you are working or a copy of your unemployment benefits if you are not. If you receive SSI or other benefits, have a copy of your benefits letter. We need income information for everyone in your family. If you do not have any income, we will have a form, a form for you to sign. Please bring any documentation you may have to show your situation was caused by the pandemic. If you do not have documentation, please write a statement and tell us how your hardship is related to COVID-19. We will need a copy of your lease and your landlord will need to sign some documents. After a review, if you are eligible for assistance, we will contact you both that is to say, you and your landlord, to complete the process. Any checks for rents will be made out to the landlord and not you, but it will be made out to the landlord on your behalf. So for information, they want you to call again. The number is area code 228-604-8011. And if you do not live in Harrison County and need emergency rental assistance, please apply at msramp.com. So I'll talk about that in a minute. Then there's the second agency under uh, that's listed at, at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, and that's for the for Hines County. 
Now, Hines County is the most populous county in Mississippi. It's where the state capital Jackson is. And it's also where Jackson State, which is a prominent uh, historically black college and university that some of my relatives went to. And um, so it's that's probably why there's a, an assistance program there, because Hines County is the most populous county in Mississippi. Now, their program is called the Hines County Rental Aid. And uh, it has a similar criteria and message as the one that I just read for you for Harrison County. So I won't um, uh, state it again. But uh, so um, Mississippi has two counties covered where most of the population is, believe it or not, uh, along the Gulf Coast and uh, uh, where um, uh, the uh, capital Jackson is. And then the final program encompasses the entire state. And that is the agency called the Mississippi Emergency Rental Assistance Program. And it's located at MS for Mississippi-RAMP, rentalassistanceprogram.com. Okay, so just a bit about it. it. If you go to that website, it states that the state of Mississippi received $200 million from the United States Department of the Treasury for its federal emergency rental assistance program to aid individuals who have been uh, monetarily impacted by COVID-19. This funding can be used for rental assistance, rental arrearages, as well as utilities and home energy costs, including your electricity, gas, water, and sewer, trash removal, and emergency costs such as fuel oil. The funding cannot be used for telephone, cable, or internet expenses. Now, eligible households may receive up to 15 months of assistance to make rent and utilities payments current. An application for rental assistance may be submitted by either an eligible tenant or by a landlord on behalf of that eligible tenant. Tenants and landlords must apply through the www.ms-ramp.com website. I don't like that unless there's going to be somebody to help people that don't have internet access, but that's what it says. And that's a bottleneck, okay? Funds will be paid directly to landlords and utility service providers on behalf of the tenant. As defined by the United States Department of Treasury, an eligible household is a renter household in which at least one or more of the individuals meet the following criteria. That is to say, the individual qualifies for unemployment or has experienced a reduction in household income, including significant costs or experienced a financial hardship due to COVID-19. They demonstrate a risk of experiencing homelessness or housing instability and has a household income at least or below 80% of the area median household income. Documentation is required to prove eligibility requirements. Eligible households that include an individual who has been unemployed for at least 90 days prior to the application for assistance and households with income at or below 50% of the area media will be prioritized for assistance. 
Now, eligible households who receive monthly federal subsidies may be eligible to receive rental assistance for the tenant owned or tenant owed portion of the rent under the RAMPS program. So that's a Section 8, uh, in case that doesn't, it wasn't quite clear. Now, eligibility, if you would like to speak directly to a representative, okay, I like phone numbers, call ERA Call Center. And that's at area code 601-533-8401. And there's also a toll-free number, 1-888-725-0063. So, with that, those are the my findings. Uh, Mississippi and Alaska have telephone numbers. And at least in Alameda County, there's a problem with 211 that needs to be fixed. So... We're going to leave it there for now, uh, and next week we'll find another exciting topic to discuss about money and finance. But in closing, we always want to say here at Selwyn's Law, we always want to stay on the right side of the law, including finding about the laws dealing with our ability to stay in our homes in the midst of a raging pandemic. But in the meantime, once again, I must urge you, please get vaccinated. Please In addition to getting vaccinated, please keep your social distance, mask up, wash your hands. Till next time, take care. Bye for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Selwyn's Law. Remember, the law office of Selwyn Whitehead is a designated debt relief agency under the federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking relief under the bankruptcy code. When it comes to your finances and your rights, seek no other than the law office of Selwyn Whitehead. Selwyn is your go-to finance attorney, specializing in estate planning, wealth management, bankruptcy, tax, and real estate law. In other words, Selwyn knows her way around the dollar, and your rights are protected by our laws. Protect your money. Know your rights. Partner with Selwyn Whitehead. For immediate assistance, or if you have questions, call 510-633-1276, 510-633-1276, or go to selwynwhitehead.com. The preceding paid program is sponsored by the law office of Selwyn Whitehead, who is solely responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.